part of part of uh, what's what's at my at my core um, is what Paul wrote in Colossians that you died and your life is hidden with Christ and God. And if I count myself dead, but hidden in the wounds of Christ, then everything is on the house. You're listening to the Pocket Pulpit Podcast with Sarah Kinzer and Hector Martinez, part of the TCB Podcast Network. Hey, everyone. Welcome once again to the Pocket Pulpit Podcast, part of the Church Digital Podcast Network. Uh, We're excited uh, today just to continue in our exploration of social media and ministry and how uh, social media can be used as a not just a tool but a space for ministry. Uh, today, I'm joined by my co-host Sarah. Hey, 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 Sarah, and uh, the elephant in the room, which is that's uh, what your your Zoom handle is today. Uh, but today we have our friend Joel. Hey, Joel. Hey, how are you? Good. See, I avoided the awkward. How do we say the silent three? Uh, right. Yeah. In your name by by just completely skipping over it so <laughs> that's uh that's a valuable strategy yeah how uh how are you doing see i'm just gonna leave that one alone and people are gonna wonder about it the entire episode yeah they'll they'll tweet me later yeah um i can guarantee that um <laughs> yeah i'm doing great doing great um just uh excited to talk to you guys and um extremely curious to know what we're going to talk about so. <laughs> i think we all are too yeah <laughs> yeah me too of course <laughs> well joel um let's start off with who are you what do you do who are your people those sort of things um who am i um i am uh gosh I am a lifelong Midwesterner. Um, I, uh, I grew up in Kansas, uh, went to school in Northwest Iowa, um, came here to St. Louis uh, in seminary uh, in 1993, and I just stayed put. Um, and uh, so I graduated from seminary, and after a few years, um, not doing anything with my seminary degree. Um, I, uh, I was ordained in the uh, Evangelical Presbyterian Church, helping to plant a church out here in the town where I live, and then found myself, um, that, that church was always a thing where uh, I was to raise my own support. And so one of the things that I can do is build things, which is uh, what you guys see in the background. Um, so, um, I used my skills as a carpenter and a builder to, uh, support me. Um, and that's where I am. I have a wife and three kids, um, and they range from 20 to 15. Um, so yeah, that's a little bit about me. Uh, my people, um, gosh, um, pretty much anybody who loves to smile and laugh are my people. Um, and, you know, I, 
honestly, um, I find that a lot of them are not Christians because, um, you know, except for the space I occupy on Twitter, um, a lot of the Christians that I know do not like to laugh. Oh, that's a <laughs> they, it, isn't that really? Yeah. Um, I like to laugh. I, I, I know you do. That's why I'm, I'm pleased to have met you. Yeah. So you're bivocational. I am. Yes. That's cool. I didn't realize that. Yep. Um, so Joel, what platforms are you on and what's your preferred platform? Um, I am on Twitter and uh, Twitter is like 95% of what I do. I'm also on Facebook. Um, but I've been burned by Facebook enough times that all I do on Facebook is um, check for stuff to steal and put on Twitter. Um, and then, uh, you know, occasionally, <laughs> yeah, jokes to put on Twitter. Um, and then occasionally to uh, post a little bit of news about my family. I was a little worried that you were going to tell us that you're like secretly on Facebook, you're um, looking to like rob people. Yeah. So I'm yeah. glad you clarified that it was like jokes that you're looking yeah. to and not yeah. like I, I mean i i am a hundred percent of the uh trey ferguson philosophy that that facebook is the bad place ah uh, yeah it's uh it, nothing not not much good ever came out of facebook yeah i try and i try to i heard myself agreeing with someone who said that recently and i was like oh i forgot like i forgot about the ones who have come on like mm. dear carrie and Lindsay, who are in Facebook and are mm -hmm. doing that thing, so. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I have carefully curated both Facebook and Twitter. Yeah. Um, and uh, now I'm seeing a lot less of the bad place in the brief times that I'm on Facebook every day. Yeah. But uh, yeah, still, I, I'm, I just like how Twitter does things and, uh, yeah yeah no 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 no. i think it's fine for people for people to say you know one place is the bad place they used to tell me twitter was the bad place before i came to twitter oh, yeah yeah um, that was actually when i sat the day i decided to join twitter i sat in a in a co-worker shared offer office and was like i don't know my friend's trying to get me to join twitter and they were like absolutely not that place is a dumpster <laughs> fire do not get on it run the other way um, and it turned out it turned out yeah I mean you met me and so it was fine yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was the whole purpose it is best yep. friends <laughs> hey yep. well so uh I've, we've already had some laughs and I'm really expecting that we'll we'll have a lot kind of through our conversation but uh let's just let's start off with like really easy uh softball jokes and so oh boy uh, we all came prepared with some jokes and so I'll go first Okay. And then Joel, you can go. Uh, and then Sarah, we'll just kind of round out a little bit. And so um, my first joke is, do you guys hate it when people answer their own questions? Because I do. Uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. You go, Joel. All right. Um, here, here it is. Uh, how many elephants can you fit in a Volkswagen? None. No, four, four, <laughs> two in front, two in back. So, okay, go ahead, Sarah. 
Why? Have you tried that? Sir, it's a joke. <laughs> Keep going. Okay. Um, this is a two-parter. What is What did the muffin say to the koala? Uh, this is some pretty big paws. Uh, this is this a half-baked joke? No. N nothing. <laughs> Muffins don't talk. What did the koala? What did the koala say to the muffin? Uh, koalas don't talk either. No, the koala said, "Ah." <laughs> wow. Um, oh man. <laughs> uh, I'm what do you, pretty what sure do you... we just lost Andy Carter uh, out of because <laughs> we alienated the entire Australian uh, demographic out of this uh, podcast. Do they I, have muffins? That's that's the important thing. Are there muffins in Australia? I don't think that's what would have lost her. I, th I think they have muffins. <laughs> I don't think she's going to be offended by my muffin impression. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I, I got an, I got another one. Okay. Are you guys yeah. ready? All right. Um, how can you tell if there's an elephant trying to hide in your refrigerator? You open the door. If there's only yeah. three left in the Volkswagen. No. Okay. Um, there's a set of footprints in the butter. <laughs> I still don't understand the elephants in the Volkswagen. All right. All right. <laughs> well, how can you tell if there's two elephants trying to hide in your refrigerator? If there's two left in the Volkswagen. No, if there's two <laughs> sets of footprints in the butter. Oh. Is the butter involved in getting them into the Volkswagen? How, how, how can you tell if there's three elephants trying to hide in your refrigerator? There's three sets of footprints in the butter. No, you can hear them whispering. <laughs> <laughs> okay, how, how can you tell if there's four elephants trying to hide in your refrigerator? The Volkswagen is empty. No, there's a Volkswagen parked in front of your house. Oh, there we go. <laughs> I knew that had to come around. See? Whew. Oh, that's good. Uh, well, hey, what do you guys get when you cross a rhetorical question and a joke? Hmm, that. Hmm. Uh, Joel? I I don't know. <laughs> oh boy, Hector. Yeah. What are we gonna do with you? This uh well what, you what do you get when you cross a rattlesnake and a horse? <laughs> I don't uh oh, I've heard this one. I can't remember. Snake in your boot? No. No. I, I mean, I, I don't know either, but if it bites you, you can ride it to the hospital. <laughs> here's, here's. My <laughs> wow. Okay. I, I, I can, I can hear people tuning out. No. As <laughs> no, don't like, tune out. Uh, There's your intro right there. Stay. <laughs> no. No, really, the next one will be funny. <laughs> oh dear um okay i'll tell you my my i'm gonna tell you i'm gonna tell one more okay so okay what did, here we go. okay what did, okay don't you now yeah. all right you are I'm, I'm with you all right what did batman say to robin before they got in the batmobile get in the batmobile mm -hmm. yeah <laughs> <laughs> You already knew that one. I was trying to think of, <laughs> there? I was trying to think of like, uh, uh, please unlock the door. Uh, no. 
Why did the monkey fall out of the tree? Because it was dead. Yes. Why did the second <laughs> monkey fall out of the tree? What? Why did the second monkey fall out of the tree? It was trying to copy the first monkey. It was stapled to the first monkey. Oh. <laughs> that's not a, don't, that's not a. <laughs> you're not allowed to tell that joke when you're in youth group. Why not? As a teenage me. Why? <laughs> Why was that banned? Oh, it's just, they just, you know. Oh, anti-jokes are the best. Yeah. Yeah. Anti-jokes are the greatest. We should have started out with those because maybe that'll bring our viewers back. We're not, we're yeah. not viewers. I mean, they can view stuff as they listen, I guess. I suppose. Yeah. All righty. <laughs> We will we will mail you a an eight by ten glossy of the three of us that you can stare at while you listen to this podcast. Oh brother. <laughs> Five ninety-nine plus tax. Right. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, we'll we'll put the Venmo at the end. Yes. All right. So Joel, you know we like to talk to people who are using their voice to minister to people or care for people on the internet. And so you use your voice in a really specific way, which is, you know, like. Can I call you <laughs> making jokes? Can I call you a troll? Like kind of a troll, kind of troll. Yeah. Is it okay to call you that? I, I mean, I, I don't, I don't mind it. You like to poke fun. Like, has that always I been? Do. Your... I, I love having fun. So is, has that always been your humor style? Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I've, I've gotten in trouble for that <laughs> my entire life. Mm. I, I, I spent many a day in detention in my christian high school mm. on account of my humor so there are others out there who embrace what is the lovable grump vibe or tongue-in-cheek humor or trolling yep. and at first it can be like well is there space for people to use that you know that kind of dry humor or trollery to actually care for other people is that something that like i, I want to hear a little bit about your heart behind some of the of, of how you uh -huh. engage and interact and, and why you've chosen that type of interaction on on twitter Boy. Um, one of the things that's that's true about the twitter space that i occupy which is largely you know weird christian twitter is the is the shorthand of it the, the space that i have seen um really from the get-go is people who are hurt and wounded um, by the church or by Christians or by pastors um, or, you know, just by, you know, the, the, the culture of the church um, and what, and that can lead to kind of this sense of hopelessness or skepticism about um, there being anything good uh, in in the church and and, mm. and I I use humor um, and I mean, we, we can talk about downsides of it, but I, I use humor as a way to um, kind of break through and um, 
help see the 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 levity and the light um, and then you go from there as a as a way to um, show care to people um, somebody um, and, and I've used it myself somebody once said that um, they felt like um, they were just encased in this great big sheet of black plastic their entire world was just blotted out and um, people who came alongside and just uh, lived life with them made them laugh did did things like that were, were kind of poking holes through that black plastic um, and and seeing rays of hope and rays of light through it um, and that that's what I hope to do yeah I was I was trying this morning to find a, a video clip of um, now, Hector, um, a long time ago, there were late night television shows with this guy named Jay Leno, um, and it was on far past what I'm sure was your bedtime, if you even existed. Speaking um, of trolling, <laughs> wow. Well, he's he's younger than me. It's um, I think no, it was far past his bedtime. He was alive, um, but. He is. He's younger than me. It's okay to be young. It's okay to be 41. It's a delight to be 41. It's, it's okay to be 51, too. Is it? It, it? I mean, if I knew anybody who was 51. Huh. I wonder who that could be. I don't know. <laughs> I got no clue. But anyway, go ahead. Jay Leno. Jay Leno. I was looking for Jay Leno because I was trying to remember he came back. There was. Uh, 9-11 and like all of those shows went off the mm -hmm. air for a yep. full week and he came back and and I remember it as him being the one who I, I watched talk about it but about the importance of like it was a more somber opening moment of his show mm -hmm. but he it basically explained like you know we are coming back and we are going to tell jokes and it's gonna be like hard but we've got to laugh and like, uh -huh. and thinking like we are in a heavy, a heavy time. We've been in a heavy time. And, yeah. you know, from, from the look of things in the past couple days, that's not ending anytime soon. Um, yeah. And so the, the necessity to laugh, I mean, and the, and the, the healing nature of laughter I mean, I think about uh -huh. also when my um, my mom um, has has had cancer, and uh, when she first had it and um, first started chemo, um, we went down there, and it was just like there was so much darkness and heaviness, you know, uh -huh. to deal with, and hard conversations with the doctor, and hard conversations with them, and we were sitting in the living room. And um, my mom said something, I can't remember exactly what it was, but it was just, she joked about like, we were talking about, does she want a wig and, or a scarf or how does she want to handle that? And she just, I can't remember exactly what she said, but all three of us just burst out laughing. 
And it was like being able to find something to laugh in about in that hard time. Mm-hmm. And it was, it wasn't like it was some unrelated thing. It was like, we were able to find something to laugh about in the, the heaviness that yeah. it really did just make it like, okay, I can get through this week and I can come back and I can do this again, you know, like, mm-hmm. um, that laughter is medicine is, is a, it's real. It's real. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think, um, I think laughter can be healing. Um, and the, I mean, honestly, the danger that I run, um, and <laughs> I've run afoul of it, uh, many times in my life, um, is, uh, not, is is making a joke or saying something funny um, either too often or at the wrong time. Uh, so, I mean, you, you've got to be, um, you've got, it, it's just like any other uh, tool of relationship um, that you have at your disposal. You, you, you need to know uh, when to use it and you need to know people need to know what's behind it mm-hmm. um, and so I, I mean I've I've definitely heard from people on Twitter that were like uh, we didn't know how to take you at first yeah. we just we just seemed to just be this this way and um, and and then they 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 see me doing more than just jokes um and then it's uh then then they then they get the idea um that i I really do care yeah yeah it's it's i think if somebody had said the same the same thing that made me laugh um as my mom and it wasn't my mom or my dad it probably would have not gone over you know Mm -hmm. so it's like being in relationship yes um, changes it too yeah absolutely no, that's good. So you, you talk about just like getting getting in trouble for some of it. And, and so oh, for you, yeah. is there anything you've learned? Because I, I mean, to, especially when you're when you're talking about Twitter or a platform that sometimes moves very fast, right? Like mm-hmm. joking, comedy, trolling, like you got to be clever and witty and it's got to be, it's just got to be like fast. And so is there anything that, that you have in place or can you talk to kind of the from from being able to recognize like okay like this gets me in trouble sometimes how do you keep from you know balancing like how do you balance that like is there anything that you've kind of put in place for yourself or uh, yeah just any 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 advice from that that perspective be willing to admit that you're wrong um and be willing to come clean to people um that what you did or what you said was not funny uh or that what you did or what you said was not timely um even if it was funny um and be willing to come to people and say um i i know that that wasn't what you needed at this moment um what you needed was somebody to um tell you that 
it's okay to be sad or it's okay to be hurting. Uh, not somebody to uh, make fun of uh, you know, your, your grammar usage or whatever it is that I'm making fun of that day. Yeah. Yeah. Can I ask a, a similar question kind of in, in sure. the knowing like how to hold back the hand, right? Like, but also like, what about, what about the other way? Like, do you ever see humor as a way of, cause I know you're talking about like, you want others to, to know that they're known. Is there oh. any, any um, temptation to use it really as like a wall of like, this is the, the person that I'll, I'll put forward. <laughs> yeah. So what do you do with yeah. that? Uh, keep telling jokes. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, being being known is um, and, and being truly known, I think, is something that I, 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 all I can do is speak for myself. It, it, it's it's felt scary um, for me, and I suspect I'm not alone. Um, that you know, I, I telling yourself if people really knew how I was, or if people really understood uh, my brokenness, if people really understood um, what has brought me shame or what has, you know, or what I struggle with, um, they wouldn't like. Me. Um, and so let's let's hide behind this this joke uh, or this persona. Um, sure, <laughs> that's um, that, that's a huge struggle. Um, but you know, I I do try to be transparent, um, and you know, it's it's not so much that I will I will post um, things that are self disclosing about me, um, but when people comment about themselves um there there's plenty of times when when i try to say hey um i've struggled with x or i've i've uh, experienced y um and I, i've you know i've been through uh times of grief i can't i, I can't pretend to know what you are going through but uh, i i can say that I, I listen and uh, I'm there for you. And sometimes I'll even follow it up. Let, let me know when you're ready for jokes again. Uh, and, and people respond well to that. So at, at the beginning, when you were talking about who you are and who's your people, mm -hmm. uh, you said that like Christians don't like to joke, right? Or by and large. And yeah. Or, I, I, I think that that's yes. Christians um, sometimes take life far too seriously, um, and they they don't realize that. Um, I, I think it was. Uh, in fact, I know it was uh, a guy named Steve Brown who said. Um, live your life in such a way that uptight Christians will question your salvation. 
Oh dear. Um, <laughs> and and I've always hung on to that because I think that's brilliant. Yeah. Um, because part of part of uh, what's what's at my at my core um, is what Paul wrote in Colossians that you died and your life is hidden with Christ and God. And if I count myself dead, but hidden in the wounds of Christ, then everything is on the house. And, and I don't, I don't have to take life seriously. I don't have to have it all together. Um, and I can be, you know, people can be wounded. People can be broken. Um, but it, 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 enables, it enables true joy to know that you're hidden with Christ and God. So, yeah. When, when I was thinking about the, like, the joke I said I couldn't tell at youth group, right? This is like yeah. top five 90s youth group memory yeah, the, the, the two monkeys stapled together is classic yeah. <laughs> yeah. well it would be like you know i would i would be living in the fullness of my sarcasm you know mm -hmm. and it was like the height of um i can't imagine you being sarcastic rude um <laughs> <laughs> but it was in like the height of uh the jokes and this this was in college too of like yeah. your mom which is not I no longer find that to be a great choice of a joke, but that's what we said in the night. Telling your mama jokes? Or just saying your mom to people? None of it. Just that's oh. not a good joke anymore. Um, okay. but as a high schooler, that was what was popular at the time. Yeah. And then also the um the office brought around that's what she said, which is I must at 41 just no longer be teenage funny or something but um anyway you would make these sort of jokes or you would be sarcastic and then like somebody would be like hey i just need to talk to you for a second and so then they'd be like i don't know if you know but um there's this verse it's ephesians 4 29 and it says um don't let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouth but only that would help for building others up according to their needs and benefits those who listen. And it was like any, that's like core memory for me. Just the, the pull aside, hey, let no unwholesome speech come out of your mouth, Sarah. And it was like, what did, it, what did I, was it what I said? Was, what was the heart of what I said? Um, mm -hmm. And so like, if that's a core memory for me, I imagine that there are other sarcastic 40 year olds who, um, 40 somethings who remember that sort of response. Mm -hmm. um, and, and I don't know if that may be that vibe. I don't know if that's a common experience, but if it is, is that vibe <laughs> shaping our Christian culture and our ability to take a joke? Like, are we so afraid that we'll be seen as making unwholesome talk and someone's going to pull us aside that we won't, mm -hmm. we won't even try to laugh, you know? And so yeah, like, uh, yeah. I, I mean, because... I, oh, go ahead. Sorry. Uh, well, I, I was just going to say, I, I've had people, you know, pull the unwholesome talk card on me. Um, and, and, and sometimes um, it's been perfectly valid. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, 
because sometimes I've let it get away. Yeah. Um, and it has been unwholesome talk. Um, but um, I've also had people pull the unwholesome talk card. And, and I mean, you heard my response to you when you said it. It, it, it was, you know, because, you know, it, that's that's just people trying to, um, you know, <laughs> trying to trying to use the Bible to rob joy, um, and I, I I just I I hate that, you know, it, just like people using the Bible to to do whatever. Um, my my favorite is when people quote Romans eight to somebody who's suffering. Um, you know, it, if, if people have a concern that my words hurt them, uh, oh my gosh, I am, I am the first to, to sign up and say, yeah, never, n never again, that, that will not happen again. Yeah. And if people say, um, wow, you, you shouldn't joke like that. Well, tell me more. Tell me why not. Yeah. Uh, tell me. Tell me what you found. You know, and then then let's talk about it. Um, but yeah, I, I just, um, especially the that that whole you know, <laughs> how, how dare you? Uh, I, I once had a elder at a presbytery meeting when I when I said something about receiving something with joy he, he he raised one eyebrow at me and he said what does it mean that you receive this with joy and and i was like well not what you did <laughs> right there <laughs> <laughs> means the opposite of what you just did um <laughs> so <laughs> I, I like that you i mean you point out the that sometimes sometimes the jokes aren't great like I, I think about the, the, I mean, I really did learn the hard way about the, the, as at the age I was making the, your mom's joke, which was decades ago, well, I learned the hard way that, that that isn't funny to everybody. Sure. Yeah. Very cool. And so you learn the lesson and you, and you change. Yeah, yeah um, absolutely. And, but like, um, jokes about Batman and Robin are typically pretty funny and, you know. Uh, yeah, okay <laughs> <laughs> you know like what what's what's uh oh here we go smells like red paint i beg your pardon what's blue and smells like red paint blue paint blue paint yeah yeah i mean some people don't think that's funny at all but look hector liked it well no, i think i laughed the uh, never mind and nobody got you didn't laugh at me you laughed with me um <laughs> Nobody, nobody's laughing at you, sir. Sometimes, maybe, but it's okay. I'm okay with that. Oh, Joel. What? If only I could see your faces. I, uh, I am perfectly innocent. We're going to show the faces. It's going to be the no. part of the, oh, for God, our please, viewers. No. Our yeah, we got to get back to posting for our videos. viewers. Yeah, if, <laughs> we're, if we're going to get back to posting videos and, and clips, we're just going to release the whole episode here. So, oh boy. Yeah. No, I, I mean, I think one of the things that I, I kind of comes to mind is, is with humor and with, you know, unwholesome talk and, and just kind of that whole thing is, you know, I, 
I think the, the, the heart of it can, you know, like, well, that's what scripture says. Right. But like the truth is, is also like, well, well, if this person is receiving uh, the touch, right. Like of you're a person that's, you know, if, if it is something that as, as Joel, you were saying about the poking through the black plastic, right. Like uh-huh. if that person started to see hope or joy or grace or mercy from someone sure. that like, Hey, someone is willing to, to have a, a moment of, of levity and, and a moment of, of fun. And, and maybe I can join in with that and see kind of the different, a different approach to, to walking uh-huh. in this season. And I'm not saying, I, you know, it has to be said, like, there is a time to mourn. There's a time and you oh, said absolutely. it, Joel, of like, Hey, there's a time where that's, that's not appropriate, but but maybe it is, maybe it is uh-huh. the appropriate thing to say, Hey, I know you've been walking in this season, but there is this moment. And it, and it obviously is relationship. I think it's hard uh-huh. for us. Like absolutely. even in the moment where we say, right. And Sarah, you, you can speak to this, but when someone pulls us aside and says, Hey, don't do that because it's like, do they even know the heart of why we were doing the things that we were doing um, or what's behind it? You know? Um, yeah. I think. To, yeah. I'm- I'm, you know, on the, on the humor front, I, I'm, I'm way more sensitive um, to somebody saying what you said was hurtful to me because way more than I am to somebody who says what you said might have been hurtful to X, Y, and Z. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I, I there's, you know, there, there's times when I'm, I'm perfectly willing to, to admit that, um, what I said might have been hurtful to X, Y, and Z, but, um, you're most of the time, what I've found is that people who say, um, what you said might be hurtful to X, Y, or Z really are, are saying, stop being funny. Um, or, you know, don't, don't joke around. Uh, right. And, and no, <laughs> no, I, yeah. I, I'm sorry. I won't do that. Yeah. So, so okay. So, so interesting uh, question. I, I think a lot of times, like when you're watching mm-hmm. someone online, you know, who's poking fun or, or that's the thing they do. Mm-hmm. A lot of times the, the justification for that is, well, Jesus was sarcastic. You know, and so if Jesus is sarcastic, I can be sarcastic, and this can be kind of the way that I, I approach. And so, what would you like? Do you agree with that? Is that something that that you think you know differently about? Um, I I am always super cautious about the whole Jesus was X, Y, or Z, mm. um, because. You know, he he had that whole um, also being God thing going for him um, that I don't have. Um, so, sure, I mean, Jesus was a funny guy. Um, he said some, I mean, talking about a camel going through the eye of a needle, um, he, he just saying ridiculous stuff. And, you know, 
say, saying things sarcastically, sure, but um, he said them from a a perspective of somebody who's who was a whole person, mm. um, who was unbroken, um, and. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm just always super cautious to um, say, well, you know, Jesus did it. So yeah, that must mean that I'm cool doing it. Yeah. And um, I, yeah. There was a time <laughs> that I really read my own sarcasm onto Jesus. Like everything yeah. he said to Peter in my mind was like, yeah, Peter, like, come on, come on, dumb, dumb, get with the program. And it's like, um, as I read Jesus being a jerk to Peter, then I imagine Jesus speaking that way to me. And so like, like yeah. instead of like Peter, Peter risks, you know, everything walks out to Jesus and starts to sink. And, and Jesus, he's, he's this close that like mm -hmm. Jesus picks him, doesn't have to walk to him or anything. Just he's that close to Jesus and he's sinking and he picks him up and like, for so long, I sort of imagined like Jesus had him by the scruff of the neck and was like, why are you doubting you dummy? And it's like, right. yeah. can, I, can I not imagine that maybe Jesus was kind and inviting Peter into conversation, into this private sure. side conversation where he was like, why did you doubt? And then they have this whole walk back. Yeah, to like you, you, you got, you got this far. Yeah. Why? Where did what? that doubt come from? Yeah. Instead of being like, why'd you doubt, dumb dumb? Yeah. Be like, why yeah. did you doubt? Like, let's we gotta walk back to the boat. Cause then it says, it says, yeah. Jesus asked that, and it says when they reached the boat or when they got back in the boat. So they had to walk all the way back through the storm. When they got back yeah. to the boat, the storm stopped. So they walked back through the storm. And mm -hmm. I imagine, like, could there have been a conversation where Peter answered and they yeah. talked through it? You know, yeah. as much as as much as I can imagine Jesus being sarcastic, like I've got to probably imagine more that Jesus was kind, yeah. because that's a fruit of the spirit. Sarcasm isn't a fruit of the spirit. Yeah, yeah. Well, and and yeah. so I did a quick Google search because that's what we do. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah. sarca sarcasm is more seen as as jeering, cutting, insulting, and I think, you know, when you look at the the entirety of excuse me, the entirety of who Jesus has revealed himself to be. And consequently, as he says that if you've seen me, you've seen the father. And so who he reveals uh -huh. God to be um, cutting, jeering, insulting, don't quite fit into the character of who God is. Uh -huh. um, especially as it relates to, you know, and we've talked at length about this, but as it relates to in actually inviting people in, um, uh -huh. you know, nobody, nobody wants to be a part of a, a community that is like, you're guaranteed to be cut like as soon as you walk in. Yeah. We're going to insult your very being because that's who we are, you know? And so I think mm -hmm. um obviously I had an answer for the question I asked you, Joel. So I'm just oh, yeah. but well, uh but I, mean, I wanted to hear uh, your perspective on it. So yeah, I, I mean uh, if I could actually use my seminary degree here, um <laughs> the 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 root that the word sarcasm comes from in greek um means to tear flesh oh. um <laughs> yeah and so you know th there are 
there are times when you you feel like, especially when you receive sarcasm, you feel the weight of that. Yeah. Um, you, you feel like you've been torn apart. Um, especially when, when you don't know exactly what you did to be the object of sarcasm. Yeah. Um, that there are there are times though when um, something does need to be torn away, um, and that that's where that's where Jesus was effective in using um, humor and levity um, to uh, to expose people to um, and, and to have them. Uh, you know, I, I, you know, going back to the the Jesus and Peter walking on water, um, I could I could see Jesus, say, you know, having having a smile and a twinkle in his eye and say, "Why did you doubt?" <laughs> I mean, he really, you, you got this far, and and here, let me let me pick you up. Well, let's go back to the boat, and let's, you know, you. I, I told you to come out, walk to me. Uh, you got 10 feet away from the boat and, and man, you got nine and a half feet from me. And then you just panic. Um, yeah. And, and, and being able to share into that, that moment of levity, I think is, is a, a huge component of, of exposing what's, what's going on inside of somebody too. Yeah. That's good. Well, and I think even as you're saying that, like the very next thing I in my head is Jesus say to Peter, Peter, I love you. Like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna call you out here to let you drown. Like, I love you, you know? And so just the, yeah, Yeah. like I, that's, yeah, they they held hands as they went back into the boat. Jesus caught him by the hand and they held hands and walked back to the boat. Yeah. I also, speaking of Google, you know, you stick in. <laughs> I got all my the good stuff from, comes so. from Google. Yeah. Yeah. All that. Not Google is not ultimately the source of everything, but you know, it is a helpful. Uh, but it's close. Let's be real. It's no ass Jeeves. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> Hector, look at you making a old school reference. Look at that. That you had to draw that. I googled out it. I googled you, it. <laughs> He googled, he googled what's an old school search engine right? yeah yeah <laughs> thanks for not dredging up yahoo or something like that oh i listen okay okay oh okay here we what go what is the go one ahead. that had the little dog was that ask jeeves or was ask jeeves oh, the butler there was a was ask there jeeves a was butler. butler yeah there was a little dog fetch or what bark or some Are other you- the Wizard of Oz search engine. Oh. I don't know. And your little dog too. Dog <laughs> too. One day, one day someone will tell me the answer, and then and then you'll be sorry. Then you'll know yeah. I was right about something. We're, gonna, we're about to get a lot of Twitter replies about <sighs> yeah, I, what it was. I I cannot wait to see the replies on this. Oh, good, excellent. Okay, if you know what I'm talking about, please tell me. And if you don't. Don't tell uh, Joel and Hector that you agree with them that it doesn't exist. Just, you know. Keep it to excellent. yourself. <laughs> Keep it to yeah, yourself. Just, just between the three of us, I have some vague recollection about a dog digging, uh, 
an image of a dog digging in dirt. Yeah, um, but yeah. I, I don't know what it is. I can't remember. Um, okay. Okay, you can turn the microphones back on now. Yes. <laughs> okay, excellent, excellent. Good. Uh, so <clears throat> anyway, I stuck in Bible Gateway laugh and was like looking to be like, what what does the Bible have to say about laugh? And there's it's like there's concern about you don't want to be a laughing stock, but at the same time, like it talks about God laughing. Uh-huh. It talks about God will put a laugh in your mouth and joy on your mm-hmm. lips. And so like we have, and it talks about like, what is the one thing that you can do in the face of fear? Laugh. And so um, laughter is, doesn't like, when you think about laughter as a weapon, using laughter or humor as a weapon, it doesn't just have to be like as a way to harm somebody, but it can be a way to defend um, well and to help us stand against. um, Yeah against these things that would come for our soul right um yeah and it it is encouraging to me that that there are um places that it talks about god laughing yeah yeah you know so oh so you took by the way you took a Uh little twittercation a vacation from twitter Uh, yeah yeah, I did. Um, and back in December. Back in December. And mm-hmm. I don't know if you want to, maybe you just got sick of Twitter. Maybe you were like, um, Sarah tells such lame jokes. I just need to get away from that whole thing for a bit. Um, no. No. Um, actually, I, I took a Twitter break because of humor. Yeah. Um, I, I took a Twitter break because um, one of the things that that I see active on Twitter, um, and and I'm sensitive to it. There, there's a there's a ton of stuff to um, make fun of in in the church. Um, there's a ton of stuff that's that's just people being downright goofy and taking themselves way too seriously. Um, and it, it's, it's super fun and super cool to, uh, in, in the space of Twitter that, you know, the three of us are in, and, and I suspect that your listeners are in, to um, take something that some, uh, you know, it, <laughs> some uh, strip mall theologian has has put out and to say um, oh well this is the most ridiculous thing ever and and to continue to 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 just pile on pile on and pile on and everybody seems to have to um, say their thing over the next two or three days after and 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 honestly I, I was just like you know or we could ignore them and just have a good time, you know, together and encourage each other. And, mm-hmm. and, you know, we can acknowledge that what they said is false, um, but we don't need everybody, you know, just mocking it mercilessly. So I, yeah, I, anyway, I got fed up with that. And so that's what led me to take a Twitter break. Um, so sorry, Sarah, that's, that's the whole background band. That's good. Um, you came back and this is when I remember you started posting um, every morning yeah. 
and you post, tell us what about, okay, let's try that again. Tell us what you post about every morning or tell us what you post every morning. Um, every day I, when I get up, um, what I do is, um, well, one, I check my Twitter notifications. Mm, um, okay. And then, <laughs> and then, you know, if there's nothing to respond to, what I do right away is um, I have a, a, a reading plan that I do that's based on uh, the Book of Common Prayer, uh, the daily office, um, which is just a office and offering are uh, the same root in English. Um, so it's it's a daily offering of of yourself to God, but it's a collection of um, litanies and readings from one from the Psalms, one from the Old Testament, one from the New Testament every day, um, and then um, prayers and uh, collects at the end. They're called collects, um, and so <clears throat> from the the many collects that you can choose from um, each day, I take um, one of those um, that I think is particularly apt for um our situation um today's uh colic for example was was all about um praying for peace in our world um and how christians can be a force for peace so i i take those and i post them on twitter um and i post post them as uh, what i hope is that they are um what people see first um from me um i know that the algorithm works in all kinds of goofy ways and that doesn't always happen but um yeah that's that's what i post every day uh, so but is that like um does that help you beyond just that morning moment oh sure yeah um it it, it it helps me call to mind that um, that's that's truly uh, my heart's cry. Um, it, it's it's the cry of somebody who's been hidden in the wounds of Christ, um, and and so that's that's why um, you know I, I want that to to sink in. Um, and to to be held to account in a good way for that um yeah so. all right so we have our last two questions oh, um, okay and so we ask these to everybody long, long time listener first time caller so i think i know <laughs> what these are yeah it's uh <clears throat> and sometimes when i ask these questions i'm like well they even have a failure to tell me about but mm. <laughs> and again hey i could have been saying that i don't know that joel's gonna have a failure to tell us about but everybody seems to come up I with it oh I'm perfect. perfect well excellent um if you were to imagine having had a failure trying to be funny on the internet and then not going Man, this well, is gonna be hard <laughs> um to narrow down then, to just one yeah 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 um, and yet what you learned from it, tell us about a time you failed at using humor to like engage or connect or care for people or diffuse and it failed. And what'd you learn? Oh boy. Um, I, 
there there are uh, there are you know just like just like in life there are um, groups of people on Twitter that I consider myself close to um, and that um, I consider um, to be truly my friends. Um, and there have been plenty of times when um, <laughs> those friends have even told me, um, joking about this topic is a third rail that you should stay away from. Um, but, you know, not only do I touch the third rail, I apparently lick it. Um, and, <laughs> and it wound up with um, the person trusting less. And um, I, I, was, I was sorry that I had done it and, it and was able to honestly tell them that it would not happen again. Um, you know, that, that's that's one example, you know, there's, there's been other times when people have said, hey, I know you were trying to be funny and you couldn't possibly have known this about um, this person who was in on this thread, but this is what's true about them. Um, and I've, <laughs> I've had to reach out in DMs and even uh, in other ways and, and just express how how sorry I was that that I had gone too far yeah I think that um one of the things that's important is that like I can I can see in you that this is a learning curve and that, <laughs> and that you're uh, that you're on the curve you know like you're attempting so it's it's one thing yeah. somebody's just throwing out jokes and people are getting hurt and they just are like, well, what is it? Like, what's your problem? Yeah. yeah I mean, age, get off. Yeah. I, I have, I will never say, I, I don't care what you think. Yeah. Um, um, I don't, I don't care about your feelings uh, because <laughs> um, honestly, if, if I find that people are hurt and people are wrecked um, by what I do, um, they, they walk farther away from Jesus uh, yeah. as a result. And I, I'm not, I'm not here for that. Yeah. Oh, that's good. So Joel, tell us, tell us a time. Um, yeah. Just tell us a time when, when I was, was actually funny. Yeah. No, when you're <laughs> well, I was okay. I'm not <laughs> fast I, enough never, Yeah, because I was going, I was going to try to throw you off and be like, tell us a time about the elephants in your front yard. No. Um, no, but but seriously, tell us a tell us the time where where you found like your humor to, to as ministry, kind of as you're saying, like to instead of pulling people further from Jesus, maybe pushing people um, towards Him. Um, I think that the the times and the ways um I, i'm gonna i'm gonna do the classic and and answer the question you didn't ask um <clears throat> i think the times and the ways that um i have found um 
humor to be the the most healing thing um, are those times when um, I am the object uh, and the butt of the joke when it's self-deprecating. Um, because that does reveal something about you when you're when you are um, self-deprecating. You, you're you're saying I'm okay being vulnerable. Um, I'm okay being the butt of the joke. Um, I'm okay having a cat on my shoulder. Sorry, <laughs> we're gonna have to post a screen grab of that because all of a sudden I was I was way distracted by a cat on your shoulder. Um, <clears throat> but I'm I'm you 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 tell the person you you tell yourself that. Um, you're you're a safe person um and that you can you're safe to open up to further mm-hmm. um i think i think that's that's the way that that humor has been um and jokes and joking around has been um the most um beneficial for me ministry wise is that it communicates to people that that i'm a safe person yeah yeah yeah. Well, Hector, do you have any other questions? No, I I think I think I mean I'm I do not have any other questions. I I've loved this conversation just because I think again, like I said at the top of the show, like I think you know often people can say, well, what does humor have to do with ministry? What does like can humor and ministry, right? This this intersection, can it really be something that you can use or that is useful? Um, you know, is it a tool that you should sharpen, right? And and I think at the heart of it is that even as as you were pointing out, Joel, that like Jesus' humor often had it had love behind it. It had yeah. um, it was it was to to make a point so that people could move towards righteousness. Mm-hmm. Often is is where Jesus's humor came yeah. from, and um, yeah, uh, uh, yeah. So I, I just appreciate you and appreciate watching, kind of you know, as you're going. I do have to share. I was I was I could not contain my laughter a little, a little bit earlier. I, I was noticing because, that <laughs> because I was, I was trying to go. I was curious, the, but I, I thought was, I was going to be cool and not <laughs> not bring it up. I, uh, I, well, I'm still cool, but I, uh, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, don't get me wrong there, <laughs> but I, uh, I was looking for your post about the, the collect and, and you posted, uh, an image that I just could not because of the misdirection, right? Because of the, and I, I, okay. Probably well, which, know. which one was it? It's the, the image you tweeted today. The, the devil whispered in my ear, you're not strong oh, yeah. enough to withstand the storm. And I whispered, and I, whispered back, ear, I, I love, I your, love eggs. your eggs. And I <laughs> it's the misdirection because we've all seen it. I am the storm, right? And so like I love your eggs is just this thing of like it changes, you know, the expectation. And I think yeah. uh, I also love yeah. his food cake. <laughs> just so we know. So uh no, I I just I have to share that that was a moment where I was like trying to be serious and Try not to interrupt. I, I, I the totally noticed you cracking up, and I'm like, "What, what am I doing?" Yeah. Oh, you were funny. you were very serious as well, and so I was just like, 
I'm going to have to come off the video because I am just going to lose it. Um, <laughs> but so uh, anyway, I've enjoyed this conversation. Sarah, do you have yeah. any other questions? Joel, do you, um, if, if you wanted people to find you online on Twitter, what's your handle? Um, it is Keener, um, K-E-E-N-E-R, um, which is my nickname from way back, underscore J-M, which is not as according to some people. Oh, no. It's, uh, um, so, yeah, Keener underscore JM is, is where to find me. It's Keener like Keener, 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 like Neener, Neener, Neener. That's what it makes me think of. Well, it is now. Thank you. That was <laughs> You're welcome. really hurtful. And why don't you give me a nice paper cut and pour lemon juice on it? So. <laughs> That's, that was not my. That was the, pretty dark. That was from the Princess Bride. Come on, Sarah. Oh, I have only seen the Princess Bride, like part of it. Keener is from the Princess Bride. No, no. the lemon juice thing. <laughs> wow. But She's like I, going through the lines. I, was I like, feel like I, I need to have some remedial work with you. A million times. Right, I guess nothing we're going to set up the Zoom because I've only seen part of it, and so we'll we'll watch it. And watch out for the Keener line. So. Okay. Yeah, it's not it, it, no, 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 no. Keener is not in the Princess Bride. <laughs> the most Keener is just the nickname that the I acquired. Yeah, it's like the one time the grandfather says life. to the son, he's like Keener, Keener, Keener. Yep. Yep. It's in the extended director's cut. Yep. Oh my gosh. Oh, oh boy. This is Wait. getting awkward. <laughs> Thanks very much, uh, Joel, for your time. And uh, thank you all for listening to the Pocket Pulpit, part of the Church Digital Podcast Network. We're excited just uh, to continue to, to explore um, and really continue to see that family grow uh, in the digital church network. And so, hey, if you're looking for uh, just more people who are exploring digital ministry, virtual reality ministry, um, hit us up and we'll get you connected uh, to, to that network and to uh, more and more people who are seeing not just the ability to go online and, and do ministry online, but actually how to leverage it um, and do it well and to expand God's kingdom into the digital spaces. So thank you again for listening. Thank you for taking your time with us today, Joel, and we'll see you guys next week. All right. Thanks for having me.